world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex podcast. And it's Into the Apex for MadSimRacing.com. It's the week of Thanksgiving in the United States. And uh, as we sit down to uh, do this show uh, tonight, we just now saw iRacing drop a video uh, as we were talking about the new build last week, uh, a video previewing a track that will come in the next build. And looking at this video, uh, it pretty much teases uh, what we were talking about last week and, and all but confirms that the new track coming, hopefully at least one new track, uh, is going to be none other than Coca-Cola Speedway from the old NASCAR 2003 days. And uh, Bradley, that's uh, not really a surprise or a shock. A lot of people had, you know, had talked about it and heard about it, but it's uh, it's going to be an interesting gift to look forward to. Yeah, it's been hinted at uh, for some part of the year, um, and there was some discussion about it coming back, um, especially with Coca-Cola jumping on with the uh, the Premier Oval Series as the uh, main sponsor, the title sponsor. Um, I could see them being fully on board with it. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, that's the track that's coming. Um, the The only tagline they provided was "Stay tuned," uh, but it looks mostly finished. I mean, they've set it up like a construction video. Uh, but the stands look completed. Um, didn't really get a good look at the infield, but I mean, it's all fake assets that have already been created anyway. Um, it's not a laser scan track because it's fictional. And uh, there was some video of a car or a truck actually driving on it. Uh, so it looks to be mostly completed. I wouldn't be surprised to see it in December. Yeah, if there's any doubt, uh, I had just to refresh myself of, of the appearance of the Speedway. It's been over 10 years since obviously we've run in our 2003 yeah, well few, over 10 years yeah there, there may be a few pockets of leagues or series that still run on it that i've heard of but you don't obviously it's not the norm anymore uh, so i watched a, as i watched the iRacing youtube video i then uh, pulled up a video uh, from nr2003 of coca-cola speedway and i mean it's within seconds obviously it's the same one so in the iRacing video uh, they do. They show an, as part of the preview an animation of uh, building the stands, and you can tell it's the huge triple deck, really tall stands on the front stretch. Well, the same thing applied to the old Coca-Cola Speedway uh, with the kind of extreme gigantic stands. Uh, and then the corner, which they show a piece of in the iRacing video, well, you can watch a, a, a single lap uh, in NR2003 and see that it's the same corner. It's extremely wide. It's it's extremely banked. Uh, and I, so pretty much that tells you what it is right there. They don't have to, to name it in the iRacing video. Anybody that uh, was aware of Coca-Cola Speedway from the old days, uh, you know that's what it is. So that being the case, uh, what we have to look forward to uh, is a new super speedway for one, one thing, but also a really wide super speedway. And like I said, it's been so long since we raced there, I, I really can't remember it that greatly but uh, there seems to be no doubt that you could run three lines comfortably or more at a track like this yeah i mean there's definitely space to run multi-groove racing super speedway style um especially with the draft as it is um yeah that's that's going to be some wild uh videos and wild racing um i'm interested to see how they incorporate it into the official series schedules uh but certainly there'll be once it's released, there'll be a ton of hosted sessions and leagues um, incorporating it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to remember what it was like to race there. I don't remember doing uh, 
I don't clear, clearly remember doing any league races there, uh, but I do remember my favorite activity at that track in NASCAR Racing 2003, uh, the Papyrus title. Um, that was the best track if you just wanted to goof around and uh, let the whole field of AI cars go around at 200 <laughs> plus miles an hour and then yeah. sit there and drive reverse into the entire field. And yeah, there's watch, actually the, watch the physics engine and watch the wrecks. And it, it was just, uh, that was the thing when I was done racing a session or doing a practice or just goofing off. Um, that was the, uh, that was the thing to do back then. Yeah. That's, I just actually saw that on, on one of the YouTube videos as I pulled it up of the old indoor. So, so this will basically become the new Monza oval as far as fun runs. You think? Yeah. Honestly, I've not run a lot of uh, Monza oval. No, I mean, Only you see YouTube videos. There's the infamous, yeah. um, infamous Kyle Larson, <laughs> Monza oval oh, yeah. fun run. Yeah, yeah. Um, so some careers have changed at the Monza Oval, but uh, I think that's what would happen with it. Maybe they'll uh, release it the beginning of week 13 or something like that uh, to where people can can run it in a, a series that whole week. Uh, maybe that's possible. Yeah, it's usually we'll what they do. It's the first, obviously, it's the first content that they're putting, like, a, I mean, they're putting a teaser video out for it. So it's they're already kind of building the hype up for it right now as opposed to anything else. We speculated last week about uh, Long Beach on the roadside, and who knows yeah. what surprises they may yeah. have. Oh, yeah, that's what I would be excited for. Um, there was some discussion about Hockenheim Ring, um, so I kind of looked into that. Um, it was actually shows up on the Porsche side, uh, I think one of Porsche's websites that covers the uh, uh, the eSports Cup or the Premier Series that Porsche, uh, Porsche sponsors. Um, it's actually shown up on their schedule for January. So on the, on the official Porsche website, it says they're going to Hockenheim Ring on a certain date. I think it was towards the end of January. Uh, but then I stumbled upon a post on the iRacing forums where the staff confirmed that it is not going to be ready for this next upcoming build. Uh, so some kind of conflicting information there. Um, my guess would be the Porsche people probably were told or given a hopeful date of release, and it's it's just too much to uh, to put out right now. My hope is that's because of the effort they're putting into Long Beach. Honestly, I'm more excited to see a completed Long Beach circuit than I am Hockenheim Ring at this point. That's something for the road road oh, drivers. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the pure, purely, I mean, we're as as a team, you and I at least, uh, we're oval and road. Um, put a lot of time in the road lately, oh, yeah. uh, but we appreciate both. So any new content track wise is is content that we're going to probably take uh, put to use. But uh, to get Coca-Cola and Long Beach completed, that's a pretty good deal. And then who knows what else they could throw in. I know we went, went down the list last week. Yeah, not to speculation. Extend, yeah, yeah, not to extend left from last week. But yeah, there's there's a couple of things just like with the Corvette that they dropped on us surprisingly. Uh, yeah. I talked about last week, there's the new Porsche uh, 911 Cup car. And there's also now a new BMW GT3 um, that's just released with the new BMW grill, which is somewhat controversial i guess it's um, uh, i don't like it you well. uh, you sent me a video of that new bmw and yeah my, my first there. comment every time i see it is it looks like a dodge grill yeah i'm not i don't know like how the, I feel like an old early 2000s dodge yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel to me like like a bmw i mean yeah, the body style, really it's a nice looking car don't get me wrong it's, yeah. it's a beautiful car interior wise and the body is nice of the car um the styling is nice uh but yeah i still prefer like the M4 and iRacing. I like that style. Mm -hmm. um, and that grill is just 
I don't know. It'll yeah. take getting used to. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, if uh, I'll have to digest it. I mean, I love the BMWs as they have been. Um, maybe that'll push me to Porsche that and Michael Fassbender, and I'll I'll become a Porsche fan. This is going to be known as the Michael Fassbender. Podcast. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, well, we'll mention that. We'll mention that a little bit at the, towards the end. Uh, this and this will be a quick one, but um, just to kind of talk more about the Coca Cola Speedway. That's the biggest news really to drop on iRacing today obviously in, in this week and in, in general uh, and just kind of the talk and speculation about the build. Well, this is obviously one thing confirmed. And uh, like I said, it's having that many lines. I think it's going to one, it's going to be, can be make for chaos and open servers, uh, official races there. I think it'll be fun, but chaotic depending on what split you're in. Oh, but, definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah. That's going to be uh, just like with any super speedway race and the big one. Um, with this one, if you're triple, quadruple line, I mean, it's it's pretty wide. Look at the uh, the that's what I was, layers yeah. of asphalt they actually have down yeah. on the ground. I mean, that's that's a single racing line, and there looks like, what, there was like four or five. That's what I was going to say. I mean, even it's going to make that more interesting, though, and, and more, I think, having teams in those types of races, particularly league races or any kind of special events that may go to the track, Having teams on the rest- on those drafting tracks will make even more difference because, uh, as it is now, you can have a team, and we we've taken at the Cyber Thunder opening uh, Xfinity series, and in the opening there, we we took five or six cars to Daytona, and uh, you can try to get nose to tail, but I mean, you basically get where you get to a point if you try to fight your way up front, it's it's dicing in and out, and you can really only get together for sure if you all hang back and kind of work work your way in there. Otherwise, it's it's first man that can get into the gap uh, g- goes higher, you know, higher low on the super speedway, and you can't you're not guaranteed to work with your teammates uh, at any point up front. Um, and a lot of people will try, and it's very tempting at Daytona Talladega to get that upper high line third line going, especially more in Talladega. Uh, but it's really risky. I mean, it's really threading the needle. Even the best drivers, the best leagues, the best whatever. Uh, I mean, you're pushing it when you're running that third line at, at any of those tracks. It's It almost always ends poorly at some point. Somebody just can't hold it. Uh, you get that swerve effect in the draft when you're right on somebody's bumper and, and somebody in one of those three lines ends up uh, falling prey to that. So at a place like Coca-Cola, as wide as it is, and you can watch, if you're not familiar with it at all, you can see what we're, what we're going to be getting. Just look, search NR2003 Coca-Cola Super Speedway if you've never seen it. And you'll you'll basically get the idea of it. Um, I mean, you could take a team a team of four, five, whatever, and all of you just kind of go on a really upper line or wherever everybody else isn't, and there should be enough space to do it. You would think. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a thrill ride. I mean, especially in VR, I'm I'm really excited to experience it in VR. Um, I can only imagine like the IndyCar and, and different cars like that, but God knows it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be uh, a roller coaster. And it's, I mean, basically if anyone is unfamiliar with it and it doesn't have access to uh, Google uh, for Coca-Cola Speedway, yeah, it looks you like live a under a rock and you don't have access to Google, but you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, it looks like a blown up version of Martinsville Speedway. I mean, it's yeah, got it is very long, straight, very long, short, uh, short banked corners. So, I mean, it looks like a giant version of Martinsville. Yeah, it's a giant paper. Yeah, it's mostly straightaways. 
Yeah, that is true. It is very, uh, very long in the straights, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're both there are no trioval areas. There's no uh, bend like that in any part. So that's kind of that's good though. I mean, it's yeah. as straightforward as could be. I in mean, the uh, straight line. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be. Uh, I mean, I, I can only imagine the shuffling and the the move movements you can make in the draft on those straightaways. Um, like you said, it's going to depend on. If there's a if we have five or six mad racing mad sim racing team drivers, we can make an entire line. And like you were talking yeah. about, to your point, um, the only way to get a certain line like the high line working at Daytona and Talladega now is to just have a number of cars. You've got to outnumber the, the number of cars on the low line and push the way to get it moving. Absolutely. Um, so it's going to be interesting. A couple of things, like I was saying. Um, Rex at this track is going to take more. It's going to take more cars out, just like the big one at Talladega and Daytona. Um, if you have cars three or four wide, and somebody makes the wrong move, everybody's going out. So you yeah. potentially races where the whole field gets wiped out. I mean, at the same time, I mean, do you think sometimes at Daytona Talladega, uh, I like to ride on the low line because I feel like if something happens no matter how close I am to it, and maybe it's a really slim chance, but maybe I can bail out low into the grass or, or the um, infield area and kind of cruise through there and hold on for dear life and make it through. I feel like if I'm on the high side, it's it's all the cars low and the wall outside wall, and my odds of escaping are slim and even worse. Uh, and that's just my feeling. I mean, I, I don't, that could be wrong on that. Somebody could, cor- could correct that, but I feel like at a wi- really wide track like Coca-Cola, maybe if you're on the upper, far upper side and you have a lot of space on the high side, if you just go all the way up to the outside wall and keep going, maybe maybe you stand a better chance at avoiding everything. I don't know, though. Yeah, I mean, it would depend. I need to watch uh, pull watch video. old videos. Yeah, yeah, I need to remember how wide it is. Yeah, we need to study the tape. That brief, brief glimpse. Um, yeah, the other thing I was thinking about, too, is uh, how how fast – does the pacing have to be at this track for caution flags not to take uh, two hours? <laughs> yeah, you're going to be yeah. pacing well over 100 miles an hour just to not make it last 30 minutes with a caution. Yeah, I don't remember the, the stats on the track. Uh, do you yeah. remember the top speed in NASCAR 2003? Do you remember? I'm what, watching what, like, a pacing lap right now, and it's it's pretty damn quick. Uh, on uh, in our 92 miles an hour. Yeah, I'm watching a pace lap in NASCAR 2003, and they are going. See here, they are coming off the grid. 90 miles an hour. Pace car speed is 90 miles an hour. Hopefully That's, they would do the same thing. Yeah. It would have, I mean, so it would have to if the dimensions are the same, which I would yeah. imagine they prob- probably pulled uh, data from Papyrus that they have access to. So, so you're yeah, watching this video. It looks like for sure three to four racing lines at least. Yeah. I mean, and you could pack uh, more than that. You could probably pack five and it would be close like it would be now if you try to do three. Yeah, and it's a, a three-mile track located uh, in Concord, Massachusetts, which they obviously, if you watch the iRacing video, they reference under being built or under construction in in the same place. So, yes, it's absolutely Coca-Cola Super Speedway. Um, but, yeah, three miles long. Wow. Yeah. 260 miles an hour. Okay. So that's what I was trying to yeah. find. Uh, yeah. We were trying to find information on that. Yep. On the, on the uh, corners down to 245 on the straights up to 260 in the draft. Yeah. And this is on that 2003 season. That's going to be so, I mean, obviously a yeah, different arrow, different, slightly different physics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, 
either way, I mean, if you were talking IndyCar, that's that's going to be at least that. If yeah, NASCAR's yeah. cars are going 260, Indy cars are going to go 300. Let's if hope that that happens. Yeah, work it out. And and I mean, wrecks are going to be fatal. And if you're oh, if, yeah, if you're course. running four line four lines or three lines, if you're in the middle middle mid pack, you're in the dead zone if something goes wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's just there, like it's like bowling a strike at that point. Oh yeah, and at this point, I mean, just watching this video from NASCAR 2003, I mean, if any move you make, it looks slow on the replay just because of how wide and big the track is. But as fast as you're going there, every single move is, uh, I mean, you turn the wheel slightly and you're moving very quickly. Just watching through this replay, that every little input, I mean, it's it's just uh, very touchy at that speed. Yeah, so uh, the last uh, one of the last ovals, we got Nashville Fairgrounds. Uh, the, the, I think that one of the bigger ones of the year uh, was North Wilkesboro. That was the big the big treat earlier in the spring, and uh, that kind of you know took everybody back in a certain way, uh, kind of a nostalgia to it. This particular track will have a nostalgia to it in a different way, and uh, I think you know it's interesting who it caters to because it's going to be a interesting new fictional track to people that uh, are kind of the new blood of iRacing. I mean, obviously I saw in a Washington post article from end October, uh, they said 70,000 new members through the pandemic period. Uh, we've uh, recruited quite a few of those in our team uh, gladly to bring people in and, and show them how fun it can be and, and help them train. Um, but there's a whole group of people that obviously this this many years later wouldn't know the reference uh, or, or that it existed before in papyrus. Um, so for a, a group of people that have been sim racing for over a decade, it's a real treat. Uh, I don't know if I'd compare it completely to North Wilkesboro, but it's it's a treat nonetheless. I mean, it doesn't have the the history in real life, right? right. Obviously, I mean, it's a whole it's a whole different comparison. But as far as a sim racer goes, I um, mean, most everybody that was racing back then carried over with i racing just because it was the the natural option, the natural uh, evolution of of NASCAR 2003 season. Um, so yeah, I think they appreciate it. I think generally the the reaction is positive, um, and it, it is a little bit of nostalgia from that era. Um, short of just joining the pigs racing league all over again and finding finding all those guys and having a reunion um that's about as close as you can get to that feeling um, so, th- so this is an oval yeah you're right as far as a a uh in our 2003 re- reunion reunion league reunion um so this is an oval track an oval super speedway that's fictional we, and we talked uh, ab- about fictional tracks from NR 2003 last week so we won't go into that fully again but as I think about it, I think it would be, to me, it would be interesting if, if iRacing from here, you know, in the next couple, couple of years, uh, designed, say, their own fictional road course that's theirs. It's designed by iRacing. Even bring in, and I said it last week, I'll say it again, I'll make the comparison because it, it comes to mind strongly, uh, how golf courses are designed, like, say, Tiger Woods or Arnold Palmer designed, designed pro golf courses. Well, Bring in Max Verstappen. Bring in uh, any of these guys, these road guys or F1 guys that are iRacing uh, enthusiasts and uh, Tony Kanaan, any of these guys, and let them do that, uh, design a, a road course that doesn't exist otherwise. It exists in iRacing. It's four uh, sim racers and four iRacers. And I, I think people would 
would buy into that. I think people would get excited about it. I mean, obviously there would be no history uh, tied to some of these historical circuits, especially road circuits. Um, but that would be for us to make. Uh, we as the the road sim racers would would build that history and build events around it. I racing could host a 24 hours of of X circuit, figure out a cool name. Um, I don't know why that I'm, I know I talked about it a lot last week, but just the idea uh, it's, it's limitless when you start making fictional tracks and things like that. I mean, it's, it's what they do. They're pros at it. Yeah. I mean, they've got the resources to, and all the uh, assets they would need uh, to do that. Yeah. I was actually just thinking about that myself um, and was going to bring it up. Um, the idea of making a custom road course and any, to, any uh, topography or, landscape that you would want um i mean i agree i think i know my statement last last podcast was they have enough to work on and fix right what they have and that's true Um, but yeah i think uh like i for example one of my thoughts if i was rich to the 10th degree is uh wouldn't it be nice if there was some type of road course kind of like spa in the blue ridge mountains of north carolina I yeah, think that and, would be that, that'd like be a local gorgeous landscape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously this is a way to do that without damaging the actual natural landscape up there. <laughs> yeah. Which would never, they would never allow, but I mean, still it would be interesting to make a track like that. Uh, like a real, uh, uh, yeah. a track that's mountainous. And I know right. there are, yeah, there are tracks that are like, like that already, but yeah, I mean, it calls to, it calls to mind the scenery of spa is very much similar to the scenery of the blue Ridge mountains in North Carolina and Virginia. That is true. So I I would love to see like a blue Ridge circuit, for example, something called like that blue Ridge international raceway. Um, and just do it. I mean, I'm sure they could take a data from a a landscape and then formulate a track through it with elevation changes and things like that. Obviously this is all one big, one big dream, but it's uh, it's a fantasy. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah, fictional track at a real location or at a real yeah. landmark. I mean, this opens or, the door. I mean, they've they've not uh, entertained the idea of fictional anything in iRacing racing other than uh, well, which I actually don't even know if it's if it's real. The what's the track called? Centripetal. God, I can't say the word. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not you're, aware you're, of anything. You're stretching into my ignorance of that too. I've, I'm aware yeah. of the track, but I mean, it's a test track. Sad. It's one of the free test tracks, but I right. I probably should not talk about it anymore because I have no idea. Other as other than that, possibly centipede, I'm not aware of any centipede circuit. That's <laughs> yeah, what I wanted yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you get the idea is, is yeah. it's limit, it's limitless. And, um, uh, I mean, who wouldn't want to, to be a part of that? Who wouldn't want to have a track to, to design? I, I mean, like we said last week, it's not, it's never would be open to people to do because that could be chaotic and, and there'd be too much content. I think with iRacing, the thing is, I mean, a lot of content's built up at this point, but it comes out in drips and uh, it's hyped up each little piece um, to the detriment of our bank accounts. But nonetheless, it's uh, it's hyped and it's not just, it's not too much. It's just enough, I feel. Oh yeah, most definitely. So that is the excitement of the week as far as content. And we're still keeping an eye uh, on Into the Apex and MadSimRacing.com on all of the, uh, anything that's a teaser, any, any hint of what's to come and anything that confirms what's to come. And uh, we'll, we expect our, our episode, the week of everything that comes out to be kind of a uh, preview and review of everything and, and kind of run through it all and uh, get some thoughts and have, have members of, the, of our racing team on. Uh, to give some thoughts also, but 
Uh, to, to finish up on this uh, Thanksgiving week, as far as the United States episode, um, I did watch, and if and for spoilers for anybody that's into the Michael Fassbender series, we've gotten quite a few of our guys into it. Uh, if, if you haven't watched the latest one, then pause this, watch it, because it's only like, what, 12 minutes, and then, then hit play again. But I was uh, watching that, watching the latest one. Have you, have you seen that, Bradley? Yeah, I think so. It's the one where he wrecks uh, during the qualifying. Yeah, but the other the, guys are at the uh, Nurburgring for people that hadn't. Yeah, hopefully have paused. It's already it, cut but, to the chase there. Yeah, he uh, had to qualify at the circuit. Uh, they were going to go to Barcelona, but they couldn't because of COVID. So they went back to a circuit uh, that he had been to several times. And uh, two of the the more pro drivers uh, had to go to the Nordschleife and uh, run a race there, a team race for Porsche. Uh, so that left it to Michael Fassbender to qualify the car. And uh, wouldn't you know it, it uh, is like a mixed rain conditions. So they're having to, to watch that and, and figure out what tires to go on. And uh, sure enough, uh, uh, Rob pointed it out. They t- you watch in the video, they tell him so many times, stay off of the uh, exit strips. Stay off of the exit strips. Well, he... He gains on it. Looks like I forget what it was. Maybe a Corvette or something like that. He gains on a car. Yeah, just under a slow lap on qualifying, and he's gain. He's on the car's bumper, so he decides to overtake. Uh, he overtakes to the right, and that causes him to be kind of awkward coming out of the corner. And he gets right on the wet exit strip and uh, hooks right left hard into the wall. And it's a pretty rough looking accident. But, uh, I mean, the whole thing, it's, it's just kind of, I had to watch it a couple times, honestly, because seeing the impact and then the cameras that, 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 that Porsche had in there, you can see the track workers run up to him, uh, really sprinting up there to check on him because it, it looked rough. And you can see them talking to him and, and just how he's getting out of the car. And uh, you really do kind of go for the ride with him for that experience. And, and the thing there is uh, there is no reset button. To, to give you a fresh car for the pits. They didn't race. And he has to kind of, you watch him in that video, have to kind of process this, obviously, embarrassment, humiliation. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I can only imagine what he's thinking when I, I know how I feel when we're in a, in a team endurance race and I wrecked the car and all we've done is waste our time. <laughs> right. And it's my fault. I can't imagine wasting money and people that have traveled to get there to race. And then the race is over because he ran over the strips. And it's funny because obviously he's, I, I feel, and that's, that's, I think the draw of this series, other than him being a rich, famous actor, <laughs> I, I feel kind of that's what he feels is what I feel I would feel kind of yeah. like, you know, you're out of your depth. He even admitted in the episode prior um, that, I mean, he's not really ready for it, but yet they keep pushing him to do it. Uh, because I'm sure he's providing financial backing to the team. Yeah, gentleman driver. Yeah, yeah and that's that's part of it. That's really the biggest uh, contribution of the gentleman driver is financial backing in exchange for driving and training. But uh, but yeah, I mean you can watch it sink in. And he didn't really understand what happened at first. He's like, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know what happened. It just went around. And then you watch it again. Actually, I didn't catch it. I, I wasn't quite sure what they were saying to him. Uh, through the radio traffic but yeah i remember now once you mentioned it i noticed how they're telling him hey d- stay off the those strips stay off yeah the they, they were meeting before uh kind of prepping him and they were telling they were making that clear and yeah uh, and that's exactly what he did he yeah got a little overzealous 
in qualifying. Yeah, he wasn't even on. I think he was just on like an out lap. He wasn't on a fl- trying to do a flying lap at that time and yeah. still wrecked. So that yeah. makes it kind of even worse. You weren't even tr- pushing it for a flying lap. You you can't even uh, say that you were you know doing all you could to try to get a good qualifying spot. Yeah, I mean he got confident and just pushed it a little bit too hard. Yeah. Probably what he in hindsight, I guess probably what he should have done is either waited for a safer spot to overtake. And here's me trying to give him lessons on the drive. <laughs> breaking, um, it da- breaking it here, down. Here's what Michael he should have done. Me yeah. on the internet. Me on the internet typing in the comments. Yeah, here's what he should have done. He should have <laughs> overtaken him in this place. That's right. Or he should have backed <laughs> off and then taken a faster lap. With yeah. I mean, the, the, you said it best. That's the, that is the draw. Is, is regardless yeah. of how famous and wealthy the guy is, we're watching him go through this bit by bit and he's it's he's going through probably exactly what any of us would if we if we suddenly were rich and could make this happen for ourselves we'd probably have the same thing and you can see it and he's he's pretty humble about it i think i don't think he's he comes off in any particular way so that's good one thing i notice is uh, maybe it's just because they have so much money uh through porsche is nobody really other than him he's he's kind of upset i mean he's he's cursing and he's disappointed but nobody's really crushed. I mean, nobody's – the people on the team are still positive. Obviously, they're trying to keep his attitude up. But uh, nobody's like, oh, f- to hell with this guy. I mean – Well, it's, uh, let's, let's be honest here. Yeah. How, I mean, all, how good of a commercial is this for Porsche? Yeah, it's this true. Is, this is good for Porsche no matter whether they win the race they or not. They want to get behind the wheel of a Porsche. Yeah. I mean, how many clicks is a, a video or article that says, that says watch Michael Fassbender get in a terrible accident or something, uh, or try to go through this. I mean, you're going to pull in people that have money, uh, that may buy buy a Porsche. They may not watch sports car racing knowledgeably and that kind of thing, but uh, you're going to get some attention. This guy's a, a worldwide famous actor. Yeah, it's but true. obviously, the draw for that is is he obviously cares about it, gets it. It's 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 important to him uh, to do it correctly, and and he's not doing it just for for a reality show. It's not it's not that for him, and you can you can tell that it's it's sincere. Yeah, he really wants to go to Le Mans, and it's, yeah. it's interesting to see him get there because I'm sure he will. I mean, he just needs seat time and practice in that car and on the tracks. But it'll be interesting to see if he gets there, how long it takes him. Yeah, certainly he's not ready now. I mean, <laughs> he's current through 2020 season, so uh, yeah. I think, right. I think what he needs to do is is come and run the 24 hours of Daytona with Mad Sim Racing. Yeah, we should, we could throw an offer out there. Yeah, I wonder if uh, he's ever tried. He never actually talks well, about it. Why don't you get on iRacing and and search Michael Fassbender? It's true. I mean, I'll do, I, I'll do it right now. Excuse my my typing and clicking, but let's I do this in real time. Yeah, I wonder uh, you can always mute your microphone there. No, I'm not uh, gonna do that. So yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if he's ever used that to train at some of these tracks. Obviously, not all of the uh, European Le Mans tracks, like the one they wrecked at was Paul Ricard. Uh, oh, he's yeah. not racing, uh, but some of them are. I mean, Spa, which he's commented commented is his favorite track. Um, Silverstone. Well, no, I don't think they were Silverstone. So there is Michael Fassbender on iRacing. Really, member since 2020, 0910. And uh, he is from UK, Ireland. So I'm going to say this is our Michael Fassbender from Porsche. Send him a friend request. I'm going to. I've just sent him a friend request. <laughs> However, <laughs> what the fuck is this? he has he has no 
stats that I can see. So it's so not, never, he has a, a rookie 2.5 license yeah. in both class. So he seems to have gotten out racing, but he's not run any official racing. Probably for uh, just test sessions. Testing is what I was going to yeah, say. I, I don't think he's interested in competition. He's right. not getting out there with anybody at the moment. He, he's not Tony Kanaan. Right. Tony's on. You always see Tony on. Yeah. I'm sure somebody recommended that he use it to uh, to get some seat time outside of the track. I'm sure he has a nice, I'm sure Porsche sprung for a nice rig. <laughs> now that would, yeah, we need, we need Michael Fassbender in some of these races but yeah he's out there how about that you can you find everybody on here it's not surprising i mean that says a lot for i racing oh yeah it's given what they have place to be yeah i mean it's it's a good training tool um so i mean it's that's uh i guess that that bodes well for those of us who wonder whether the skills are translate and have yet to uh to give it a try it yeah. seems like uh, for the most part the skills or the basics of racing obviously carry over yeah. it's just the feel of the car is not 100 percent in some cases um, yeah. i think uh, the general consensus is the mazda is the most accurately modeled physics wise and feel wise of car driving but uh don't know about the rest i would imagine it's it's well enough yeah the takeaway is just stick with i racing and eventually you too can wreck your porsche on an outlap or you can stick with our racing and just press the uh, reset. Press button. the reset button yeah. and uh, get a brand new uh, all right. grand car. Everything's just fine. You got that reset button and a fast repair if you need it. <laughs> Even a fast repair. Yes, I hate fast repairs. Fast yeah. repairs. Comforting. You, you love you love a fast repair when you when you need one and want one, but uh, it's so unrealistic that it just to me it, it's almost taints it because if you wreck fatally wreck. And then come back to compete and win. It's like, what are you doing? That's not realistic. You shouldn't be up here. Yeah, I mean, for a, for a type of loose or throwaway series, uh, it's useful. Uh, but yeah, for any any serious race, um, I, I wouldn't want one, honestly. Maybe um, Coca-Cola Speedway. You'll want a couple. Yeah. I mean, if you're... I imagine that's prob- probably if you're doing a fun round of some type. <laughs> if you do it, yeah. People in it. Because that's the only problem. If everybody wrecks and is out, then it's no fun at the end. There is no race. Yeah, it's la- it's it's a demolition derby at that point. Yeah, but if, if it's a race you really want to win, you kind of don't want them because it ensures that if you stay clean and everybody else wrecks. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, is uh, with fast repairs. If you're in a fast repair series and you see a big wreck happen behind you, uh, your first thought is competition eliminated. I'm this is good for me. But then you see everyone just cruise right on out. And it's like, oh, they they now maybe if they have another wreck, then the competition is eliminated. I mean, you you want to win off a skill, but sometimes you need a little help and uh, some people to wreck. So it is what it is, and you want want those wrecks to be permanent. You don't want fast repairs. It's true, and, and sometimes it, it doesn't work in your favor. Uh, just for yeah. example, at the Roval in our Mad Sim Racing Road Challenge series, uh, we do incorporate one fast repair, uh, just for the nature of the series that it is, um, or at least we did at Roval. Um, and yeah, I, no, I we do one every race, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had some damage from hitting the wall, um, at the Roval and it was actually making me a little bit faster and the car easier to handle. And then I used the uh, fast repair, um, during the pit stop that I made in the 45 minute race. And it actually made the car feel worse. And I ended up wrecking even worse. You sure that wasn't psychological? Oh no. The handling was totally different. I think the, uh, the penalty of arrow I had 
or whatever happened with the damage and the, it was on the wheel side. Um, it actually told me you have wheel damage and uh, my lap times were much better with the wheel damage. Well, uh, speaking of MSR road challenge series, um, anybody that's, uh, that's listening obviously, but not racing in that series, check out the Mad Sim racing YouTube, uh, and look at the kind of the highlight reel video of that race. Uh, our own Felipe, uh, won that thing with no front, no headlights. He didn't need them. Thank God, because the track is well lit. Uh, but he had a pretty commanding lead and, uh, war turtle racing, which is a team that competes uh, strongly in all three classes against us, uh, was chasing him down in second. He got caught up in a wreck after a, a bad rejoin by another GT3. And uh, he just holds off. That race ended for him just at the time it needed to. He was not going to hold that lead for another lap. And uh, that's all I'll say. Go watch the YouTube video of that because that's – talk about a car running and holding on with damage. That thing, I don't know how he was holding on even that last half a lap that you have in that video clip. Oh, yeah, it looked like a fantastic race to the line. And with another, who knows wh- which way it would have gone with another lap to spare. But I mean, He wouldn't have made it, I don't think. He was he was, he was lost sure. just enough to where yeah, was, I don't think it would have happened. It wouldn't have been a, a talent issue. It would have been an equipment issue. Yeah, that was definitely a, an entertaining race. Uh, yeah. It's a shame I, I'll actually be missing uh, uh, the race next week, unfortunately. But, yeah, uh, Montreal. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's interesting. We have uh, six hours of spa coming up the first weekend of December. Done, did a little practice tonight for that. Uh, still doing some work uh, here weekly now up until the 24 hours of Daytona. So we'll ha- devote some discussion to that as we come and prepare. Of course, we'll keep the team secrets a secret. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of exciting road racing coming up. Yeah, we'll have uh... – Bruce Perry, our endurance director, on as a guest for some segments on that. And then we'll have, in January, a big Daytona 24 episode uh, that will kind of preview not only the um, virtual 24 hours of Daytona that we will compete in uh, very seriously, uh, but also the real-life 24 hours of Daytona. We'll get into that, too. Uh, That is an exciting race uh, for everybody. Um, so the roar before the, before the 24 will be on here as well. Um, so check out all of these videos and, uh, we're looking, we'll look forward to our Christmas gift for my racing. We'll see what they have for us. Uh, news is trickling out every week, it seems, uh, or rumors otherwise. Uh, so until next week, uh, check out madsimracing.com for all of the team, uh, and series information as well as for the podcast. Check us out on Apple, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, give us a subscribe, Uh, And until next time, this has been Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.